Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yo. Oh. Yo. Oh. Aubrey Edwards, Tony Schiavone, we bout to party. We bout to party, unrestricted, got the house now, we gon' turn it up, up, bring the house down, got that big space pump and make them bounce now, flossing like they bossing and the freaks are coming out now. Hey everybody, welcome to AEW Unrestricted, the official podcast of All Elite Wrestling. I am Aubrey Edwards here on a very exciting day. Today is the day that AEW Fight Forever releases. That's right, it is out on PlayStation 5, PS4, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and Windows PC. It is everywhere. Graphics are amazing. Gameplay modes, like all the mini games are absolutely hilarious. There's tons of customizations. And I have the best panel of people to talk about this game today. Let me let me introduce everybody. First off, we have Adam Cole, Bebe, Chugs. Yes. Who we can't have a video game podcast without having Chugs on the podcast. No so way. there we go. Would have been offended. <laughs> it was just like we were talking about doing this, and it's like, who should we have on this? I'm like, uh, Cole. Oh, thank you. <laughs> of course. Of course. Great to be here. We have AEW's Evil Uno, host of All Elite Arcade on Twitch, and the person who's probably had the most fight forever playing time uh outside of the development team. I would assume so. I've put in hours. I've put in Probably 50 plus hours already. So yeah, that's awesome. I'm jealous. I'm still awful at the game, which is the worst part of it all. (laughs) Every time someone plays against me, they still end up beating me, which is a terrible (laughs) showcase of my skills, I guess. But oh, uh, that was always my favorite, like making video games is that like I would be really, really good at the game. And then on launch day, you just watch all of a sudden, like your name just drop down the leaderboard because suddenly everybody becomes really good at it. It's like, Uh sorry, that's just perpetual. You're going to be terrible. (laughs) Uh, and then finally, <laughs> we have Nick Sobic, who people on this podcast have never been before, but he is uh, AEW Senior Vice President of Business Development, Partnerships, and Video Games. Uh, he's probably the guy closest to Fight Forever, which is why he's here. So hello, Nick. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's great to finally be on the show. Right? It's it's weird because like Nick is my boss. So he's like the guy in charge of the podcast. And it's been three years. And he finally just met our producer, which is super fun. <laughs> right. uh, I, just, I, have to, I have to correct one thing because Uno's being super modest. Um, he might be... <laughs> He might be one of the best AEW Fight Forever players on the planet right now. Ooh. Right now. Ooh, I'll take it. Right now. Someone's going to catch him. <laughs> uh, maybe, someone, maybe someone on this podcast is going to catch him. But uh, I've been developing this game for three and a half years. He picked it up. He figured it out. And he's already better than me. But I will say my lifetime record, Street Fighter 2, 1-0 over Uno. So It is true. Oh. It is true. Yeah. Yep. 
fighting games wow. not my forte. If you give me puzzles, I'm decent, but I'm uh no, I'm not the greatest. Uno, I'm generally the same. I'm kind of the same when it comes to fighting. It's very possible Nick is very good at Street Fighter too. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a button masher for life, so I feel it like I'm just like, whatever, I'm here to have fun. As long as everyone has fun, then we're all good. That's my stance on fighting mm, games. One hundred percent. Right. So so as Nick sort of said, he's been working on this game for three and a half years, which is a ridiculous amount of time, but not really a ridiculous amount of time in the uh, context of game development. So how did like let's talk about the origin and the development. How does work start on a wrestling game like Fight Forever? Yeah. So let's do the origin origin story. Yeah. Genesis from the Bible story. So like (laughs) on day one, Tony Khan creates AEW. On day two, Tony Khan creates AEW Fight Forever. It really? <laughs> There's nothing else in between those two. <laughs> actually, actually, that's very close to the truth. So, day one, so I was the first employee of AEW. And on day one, we pumped a bunch of money into this company to get it off the ground. And on day two, we had the nerve to go back and ask him for another pile of money to make this video game. And the nice thing about Tony is he's, he's not like a super emotional thinker. He's a super strategic uh, data and analytical thinker. And so we just presented our case. Um, We said, we think that there's a gap in the market for a game like this. Our audience, AW's audience, freaking loves video games. If you look at social media sentiment and you look at sort of the type of game people have been asking for, This is like 20 years in the making. People have been waiting for a game like this for a very long time. So it was actually a pretty easy pitch. Obviously, you know, it was a successful pitch because three and a half years later, we we have a video game ready to go and ready to share with the world. I like to think that Fight Forever started before Dynamite. It's like, let's just get straight to the point. Let's just, whatever. It actually may have, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exclusive, you heard it here first. So Uno, when was the first time you heard that the game was in development? I learned pretty quickly from Kenny Omega because in mm-hmm. the early phases, uh, he met with a lot of us to get input on what we thought were fun about that generation's wrestling game because they really wanted to have input from pro wrestlers, right? Because at the end, it's a pro wrestling game. And also, I was a huge gamer. I'm sure, Cole, you were approached early on as well. Yep. Yep. Very similar story. He yep. approached a lot of the hardcore gamers, the people that have played this. And I played, you know, the Aki Engine games for it was since they came out so and i'm still actively playing it so it's just a game that we've all loved so he i assume maybe six months into that after this discussion is when we were already talking about the game internally uh amongst uh you know the roster and uh i've been a part of it pretty much since awesome so cole you come to aew a little bit later than the rest of us yeah when when did you first find out about it five minutes after you came through the curtain at all out like it, right <laughs> very very quickly and similar to uno it was kenny omega who had uh had talked to me aside from him being a friend again like uno mentioned he knows that i'm a huge huge video game fan and a lot of my free time is spent is spent gaming so kenny is also incredibly passionate about video games but specifically very passionate about wrestling games mm-hmm. so even before i saw footage of anything just watching Kenny talk about his excitement about some of the features in the game and the little details of things made me automatically excited. And then, of course, when I got to see some footage of the game, I totally understood because it made me just as excited. But but I think our fans pay attention to the details. And I think a lot of video game fans really do love and appreciate the little details. And I felt like from a very early stage, Fight Forever had this 
this concept and this idea of what a modern pro wrestling video game should be like. Again, like like mentioned earlier, what fans have been clamoring for uh, for quite some time. So I knew about it pretty early on, and I've been excited ever since. So th- this is an exciting time. Very exciting time. Super awesome. Back to Nick. Obviously, like all of us have kind of talked to this point about how we wanted it to feel like the old school Aki style engine games. What other features were sort of important for you starting those talks about development? There's so many similarities between um, launching AEW as a company and um, launching AEW Fight Forever, the video game. Day one AEW, we went out and got the best talent in the world. And unfortunately, at that time, Amcol wasn't available yet. So, you know, we'd wait. It was a matter of time. <laughs> we got the best talent in the world who was available to work on this video game. So we have the best video game publisher in the world, uh, THQ Nordic. We have the best wrestling development studio in the world, Ukes. We have, in my opinion, uh, one of the best like creative minds in wrestling working on this game every day, Kenny Omega. And then the icing on the cake for me is we went out and found a guy named Hideyuki Iwashida, a.k.a. Gata, who was the creative director on No Mercy 20 years ago. So we built like a dream team over the course of like a week to work on this game. And, and very similar to kind of how uh, we launched AEW, go get the best people to make the best product. So another thing that like sort of this game shares with kind of the way AEW fans are are used to experiencing AEW. Um, it wouldn't be an AEW product without some surprises. So I'm very excited at some point for people to sort of start to find some of the Easter eggs and some of the sort of the things that we have up our sleeve, in addition to like the, just the amazing core base game. Uh, so speaking of surprises and whatnot, I know the game comes out today. People are real excited about it. We've seen a lot of fun stuff that has like come out of mm-hmm. trailers. And I know you guys were playing the game at FanFest. I think everybody got their butt kicked by negative uh, one. That was fun to watch, by yeah. the way. Yeah, he absolutely <laughs> destroyed us. That's just oh one example God. of me not being good at games. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do I do quickly want to say one of the most exhilarating video game experiences I've ever had. Oh, you were sweating afterwards. We were talking oh about Oh, my it. God. So much fun. <laughs> So much fun. Okay, segue. Let's talk about that. How did that whole fan fest thing to g- come together? Like, where did we like, oh, let's get Brody Jr. up on stage to like kick everyone's ass? Like, whose idea was that? On the lead up of, of, of everything, we were trying to do panels uh, to showcase our video game because our video game, we were starting to advertise and, and market it that very week. You know, we were starting to showcase characters and we were starting to reveal who was in the roster. I think a decision at the last second was like, we should reveal Brody because little Brody is here and to be honest, he actually requested if he could play the game that day. And so it kind of just formed into, well, let's just have him play Adam Cole and and, and have fun, you know? <laughs> and he he's a showman. Yep. Oh, you don't say. He is he is so good. <laughs> the whole time I <laughs> I felt like, wow, we it took us years for for us to get this good at, at public speaking. He's he's on a microphone instantly. And on top of that, he was so good at this game. And I'll tell you the double whammy is he is he's showboating and and entertaining the audience as we're playing, <laughs> obviously live in front of this crowd. And under his breath, to just me, where only I can hear it, he's going, Oh my God, this is so much fun. Oh, <laughs> while he's, you know, showboating and everything like that. So it was, again, I know, I know we had talked about this. Maybe this was off air. Maybe this was at the very, very beginning, but we talked about how important it is for a game to be fun, whether you are skilled or not skilled at it. I can tell you, even though I lost, 
that big match. I had an absolute blast from start to finish. It's it's just a fun game to play. And we're, we're talking about roster and stuff and unveiling characters and whatnot. Uno, who is your favorite character to play in Fight Forever? The second I got the game, I played as John Silver, just because we're both in Dark <laughs> Glory. He's my pal. And also just, it's cool. Um, and I've talked to Cole about this too, because his character's in there. It's fun to like see my friends and then start unraveling their moves as I play them as well. And being kind of surprised. I was like, oh, I can't believe this got in there. And this got in there. Like the attention to detail on that stuff. My day one guy was uh, John Silver. And then I uh, Chuck Taylor, who I've known for 18 years now, was my second character. Yeah, I think I ran into Orange Cassidy in uh, the hallway in Vegas. And he's like, yeah, I just played the game for four hours. I'm like, what's what's your favorite part? And he goes, oh, I can press one of the buttons and my hands go in my pockets. <laughs> and then my moveset still works. I'm like, yeah. oh, that makes total sense in the world. And as a wrestling fan, it's like, why wouldn't that work? Right. Yeah, there's a constant amount of those little little surprises. It's very neat. It's incredible. Right. Which is one of those things like at the end of the day as a, as a developer, it's like how much does that move the needle as far as like how we can, you know, make money. But at the end of the day, like we're trying to please the fans who have wanted a game like this for a very long time. So before we go to break, I want to hear everybody else. Adam, who's your favorite character to play? Well, besides myself, of course. Yeah, of course, of course. Playing is, is Dr. Britt Baker is pretty, <laughs> pretty cool also. Is she in the room? Are you saying that where, where she can overhear? Nope, nope, she's not. Yep, yep, okay. definitely, definitely the my favorite. Definitely my <laughs> <laughs> no, t- in all seriousness, like getting to play through multiple different characters. And again, like the the attention to what these wrestlers would actually do in a wrestling match has really been paid attention to. But weirdly enough, it wasn't even necessarily a signature move, but it was a thing that was shown in a very small clip of me versus Kenny Omega within Fight Forever. And when I saw this little detail, which is not a signature move, I immediately was like, oh, my God. And and there had been tons of little details like this. But there was a point where Kenny had hit my character and my character goes outside and I'm holding my back because he just kicked my back. And I'm like, my character's grabbing my back. And then Kenny does a dive from behind. My character falls forward like you would if you got hit from behind. And then I ran into the guardrail and the guardrail moves. Yeah. And immediately I'm like, this is so perfect on so many different levels. And again, that's not even that's t- not even talking about all the signature taunts and the signature moves and the overall movement and mechanics of the fundamentals of, of pro wrestling. But even paying attention to those little details as well, I know I really appreciated it, and I know the the fans will too. That's awesome. So, Vic, what about you? Um, so everyone has said something already about the attention to detail in this game. I will just say Kenny Omega deserves one hundred percent credit for that. Mm-hmm. He had every single roster member in this game's back, much to the dismay of the development team, because he was so nitpicky on every single detail. And I think it's been worth it because mm-hmm. obviously people are starting to pick up on that. Yeah. So I, I don't want to cop out answer. I don't want to say I love playing every character in the game, but that's true. But I will say, I, I think Adam Cole's character looks the best. I think he looks awesome. Mm. In terms of like pride level, I think we're very proud of how his character turned out. I think Kenny Omega has the best entrance by far uh, because he's got like the dancers in the background and you can, you can actually manually control your character's pyro. I think his entrance is awesome. And then in terms of like playability and just like pure fun factor, I actually love playing as Abaddon because it's just a really unique experience, like unlike playing with any other character. So there's a variety of things I love about the game, but I'd say just pure gameplay. Abaddon's really fun. 
That's awesome. I love it. I'm so excited for this game. We're talking about Fight Forever. It comes out today on all kinds of different platforms. Get it. If you haven't already pre-ordered and downloaded it and installed it and played it, definitely get it, get it, get it, get it, because it's a fun, fun game. We're here on AEW Unrestricted. There's more to talk coming up. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is AEW Unrestricted. We have Nick Sobek, Evil Uno, and Adam Cole here today talking about the launch of Fight Forever, AEW's first console game. It's available now on all kinds of different platforms. Pick it up if you haven't already. You've probably already pre-ordered it, but if you haven't, go get it. It's awesome. It's fun. It's great. It's so exciting that uh, Evil Uno spilled a drink in the middle of recording segments uh, because he was just so excited. I didn't think I'd be called out. I know. <laughs> Welcome to Unrestricted. Look at this. <laughs> Um, so more than just wrestling, obviously, and like wrestling was the thing that we wanted to capture in this game, but there's a ton of different game modes in, in the context of wrestling. There's singles, tag team, three-way, four-way, ladder match, casino battle royal, falls count anywhere, unsanctioned lights out match, exploding barbed wire death match. But then there's also all of these mini games and whatnot. And I think, oh. I think initially when the mini games were announced, everyone's like, what? But then hearing all of the excitement that's come out of it. Cole, talk about the mini mini games a little bit and kind of your opinion on them because your your face immediately lit up. <laughs> There's so many different favorite parts of the game, but I'm serious. I think the mini games might be might be my favorite. Oh, they really might be. be just strictly for my my favorite thing that has happened is we recently got to do an event where we had a bunch of people come together and kind of play the game and feel it out. We would have matches and tag matches and again hardcore matches, all all this fun stuff. But when we got to the mini games, it was like anyone who was playing the mini games, first of all, everyone who was sitting on the couch playing is screaming and yelling and laughing and having a great time. Everyone around them is watching them play the mini games. Even if you're someone who doesn't necessarily play a ton of wrestling games, this would be a game mode that every single person who enjoys a video game is going to have a blast with. There's a ton of different options. Like, like baseball is so much fun. There's this one game mode and the name is escaping me, but where everyone's kind of in a ring without the ropes and you're throwing or pushing uh, each other to try to get them to fall off the edge, which is really, really cool. It's, it's like such a blast. So I, I think the mini games were an excellent feature and an excellent idea. And I've never seen it before. And so that's, that's just another super innovative thing with AEW Fight Forever. But oh my God, I'm going to play the mini games for hours. I'm going to, I'm calling it now. I'm going to be the mini game master with AEW Fight Forever. You're going to be better than Evil Uno. <laughs> <laughs> I like it because it kind of harkens back to one of the things that's great about wrestling is there's a little bit of something for everyone, right? Like, yes. And there's so many people who I've talked to who were not into wrestling. And then as soon as they saw someone like Orange Cassidy or Danhausen or Darby on TV, they were immediately hooked. There you go. So I think mini games kind of feel like that to me, at least where it's a thing where I don't really know if I'm into wrestling games, but yeah, this this whole baseball thing looks interesting. Cool, I'll play that. And then it's sort of your gateway into all of this other fun stuff in the game. Totally agree. Evil Uno, what's your favorite mini game? You know, so this will be a weird admission. Um, when we announced we had mini games very early on, I was kind of puzzled. 
because I was like, I just want to play the wrestling game. I'm a big Aki Engine fan. No mercy. I played so much time on it. I've, I've been playing the game for maybe a month now. And I would say maybe 45 of those 50 hours were used on strictly playing the combat portion, like the actual matches. And not until maybe a week and a half ago, which would be around this event, did I dive deeper into the mini games. And they're a lot of fun. I didn't think I'd have that much fun playing them. Uh, just because I was really expecting just like, I, I figured the core wrestling game will be the, the, the fun part. The mini games are just a, a supplement. But like when you're playing the story mode and it gets added in and you're playing it for the BTE championship or you're like playing against others, I never had people other than, than, than Mrs. Uno to play with at home too. And, and so having four people on a couch and having that couch co-op experience playing mini games and like kind of woke me up to like, Oh yeah, these are like, this is what's fun about it. It's like sharing it with other people. And so uh, I, I've been having a blast. Penta says is a ridiculous yeah. concept that I love. Uh, like, I can't believe how much sense that makes when I saw it. And I, I'm also very excited because I haven't seen them yet. We've got DLC eventually coming out that will have mini games as well. So I'm very excited to see like what the additions on top of all of these like 15 plus mini games, I think right now. Mm-hmm. And, and so like to add on to that, I'm kind of curious where, where it's going to go. But uh, yeah, I've been having a blast with them. That's awesome. Nick, so what? First off, what's your favorite mini game? And two, what was sort of the development reasons behind adding mini games? Because that's obviously more cost, more time. What's sort of the reasoning? Yeah, not all development meetings are fun, but one of the best, most fun times we had was the brainstorming meeting for mini games. So you know, we came up with a hundred ideas. I pushed so hard for Cheetah Slugfest that so made me happy that Adam Cole liked it too. Because uh, love it. That one was a little bit controversial, but it's my favorite. <laughs> yep. But I'm not capable of being unbiased on that. <laughs> so you asked, like, you know, what? Why mini games? Mm-hmm. We talked about this a little bit earlier. This game is optimized for couch play. It's awesome online. It has like unlimited online features. But I will tell you, like, the people that worked on this game are gaming nerds. They've been playing games their whole lives, and we miss sort of the couch play experience. So mini games sort of scratches that itch. But there are three separate game modes in this game, mini games, career mode, and then the core wrestling engine game. I think you should buy this game for any one of those three. But the, the idea that you get all of them and there truly is something for everyone, whether you're an online player or you play at home with your friends or you don't even really know that much about wrestling. This game is just fun. And, and that's sort of been the focus uh, in terms of every decision we've made throughout the course of this game, like, is this going to be fun? So hopefully we've accomplished that. Well, it sounds like everyone on this call is very pleased. So if that's any sort of indicator, you've done a great job. Very, yes. Obviously talking about the the mini games, but the core of this game is about the wrestling and there's mm-hmm. so many different modes and whatnot. And I've loved all of the trailers that have come out leading to this, with the ladder matches, four ways, all this sort of stuff. Evil Uno, is there sort of any sort of matches that like maybe through AEW history that you've been really excited to recreate or anything that you're really excited to see from a wrestling gameplay perspective in the game? Uh, I played the uh, uh, lights out match between uh, Orange and Adam Cole. It, it was pretty soon after. It was like recent on my mind. So I was like, oh, this this will be a lot of fun. Uh, but honestly, the, the thing I had the most fun was doing Kingston uh, uh, in a barbed wire uh, rope match, which or, or barbed wire exploding barbed wire rope match, yeah. which I was very there. There's some cool stuff around that one. I don't want to. I don't want to delve too deep into that. But that one was a real question mark for me before I played it. I was like, I wonder how we're gonna, how this is going to play. And we had we had a blast. I played it with Kingston. I played it with a few others as well. And it's really cool 
how that plays around. Like just the mechanics of any move hitting the barbed wire, you have an, a little miniature explosion, a replay that happens around it. It also just changes how you typically play a one-on-one match because you have a timer base and the explosion is eventually going to level the playing field where both of you are hurt. And so it's very neat. It's like a, it's like a much quicker, much more aggressive type of match. And uh, it was cool to do Kenny and Mox on that. Adam, what about you? I think... And hopefully this makes sense, but I think it's the it's the approach to both the simplicity of like jumping into a game like this and then also being able to tell that like elite pun intended elite level players in, in fight forever are it's going to be super competitive. Like, like, I guess the example that, that I can make is uh, Brit doesn't play a ton of video games, but she got the chance to play fight forever. And within literally a minute, it was like she knew exactly what to do and how to get started, and how to do certain moves. It was like very, very quick and, and easy to learn in that sense. But at the same time, when you have like two people who are like really good at fighting games or really good at wrestling games, you can see how every single decision you make is intentional, and you have to be very precise with the things that you do. Again, how fun it is to play, which I know I've said 800 times, but it's so true, guys. I, like, I can't reiterate it enough. It is so fun to play. But on top of it, it being easy to pick up and play, I'm excited to see wh- when people get really, really good at this game. I think there's going to be some crazy matches, whether it's a straight up singles match or a tag match or any of the other uh, gimmick matches that we have in it. it it's going to be wild. It's going to be really fun to watch. Nick, from development perspective, just because you're you're sort of the unique one on this. I know from my past experiences with video games, there's always sort of the expectation of how things work in the real world versus how they actually work when you interact in a controller. Mm. When someone in the real world jumps, there's like an actual get up and whatnot. But if Mario jumps, it's instantaneous because that's what we as players expect. Yeah. What were sort of the discussions going into how this wrestling game needed to feel? Obviously, there was the let's make it feel like an old kind of the old games that we all grew up on that we really liked. We wanted to kind of have a throwback to that. But what sort of other discussions came up with how this wrestling game needs to feel? I will answer your question. But first of all, I just want to ask if you're, does your audience know that you're uh, uniquely equipped to guide this discussion because you're a video game developer? Yes, I have over 10 years of professional experience. I've worked on, uh, I shipped seven games and then there's like a good four that have never seen the light of day that I'll talk about sometime. <laughs> no, we, so we're on the sort of press circuit right now and we're doing a lot of interviews and like you're, you're asking great questions and clearly kind of been there before so well i'm a fan of just the development of like tell me all about how this game was made (laughs) yeah it's exciting to be too i'm glad you asked that question so one of the number one questions because there's some buzz about this game we're doing a lot of interviews the first question almost always is like what took so long you guys have been working on this for three and a half years what have you been doing back there my answer is Every single move in this game is hand animated. Mm. Like the games that you see today are all motion capture. And let me tell you, like, it just feels different. Like it, it feels stale. It feels too simulatory. It feels too lifelike. So we spent the time, we spent the money hand animating every single move in this game. And I can tell you, like, it feels different. It looks different. It plays different. So that's what took so long. And also, by the way, we created a proprietary wrestling engine uh, using the Unreal system, which no one's ever done before. So took a little bit of extra time, but I hope that like, from a quality perspective, people recognize it was worth the wait. 
that's insane that there was no real motion capture in this. And I don't think people understand that like motion no. capture is not just like a one and done, like you do it, put it in, processes. There you go. It feels it's like even with motion capture, there's a little bit of finesse that comes in afterwards from the animators where they have to make things sort of work Absolutely. from controller input to how sort of players expect that gameplay experience. And as soon as you said everything was hand animated, like dollar signs started rolling in my head of like, oh God, like that makes total yeah. sense. Makes it even more work, yeah. Yeah. Right. Wow. But but that's the thing, right? <laughs> it's a game and there's a lot of great simulator games that mimic real life. And when you're playing with Adam Cole's character in the video game, he might jump fifteen to twenty percent higher than he's able to jump in real life. And it adds a little something. It's still grounded in reality but it's a little bit extra special you jump a little higher you hit a little harder you bleed a little bit more it's a video game like let's let's have a little bit of fun <laughs> yeah yeah early early we went away from sim- simulator and added a little bit of arcade flavor yeah i mean you have to for what everyone i think on this call backstage and all of the fans of AEW wanted we wanted something that was more fun arcadey like, let's get away from the simulator. Let's just have fun. Because if it's not fun, why the hell are we doing all of this? Mm-hmm. This is an incredible discussion here on AEW Unrestricted. And there's more to talk about coming up. AEW Unrestricted. We're talking about AEW Fight Forever. It's out today. All kinds of different platforms. Consoles, PCs, whatever your flavor is. You can get it. You can play it. It's fun. It's a blast. There's wrestling, there's mini games, there's it's so good. It's so, so good. I'm so excited to get my hands on it finally in the comfort of my own home and just on my couch, which we've talked about. The couch play is so fun. It's just a fun game that people who aren't big wrestling game fans can sit down and immediately enjoy. But, you know, this is a game for wrestling fans. And one of the cool things with this is we have Owen Hart in the game. Nick Sobic, I want to talk a little bit about how that all came to be, because that's that's huge. I know we do a lot of work with Martha Hart and the Hart Foundation, but like that's that's a completely separate like, how do you get Owen Hart in a video game? I mean, I, I have to say that it's just been really a blessing to be able to work with Dr. Martha Hart and just how involved she's been in this game and just how involved she's been in terms of acclimating to the AW family. It's a very special relationship. It's an impossible task to like do it right. And it's an impossible task to, to just try and capture like the spirit of, of Owen Hart. And every character in this game was treated equally, but I would say there's another standard. Maybe Owen Hart got a little extra love, (laughs) but that's okay because Dr. Hart and the team, everyone's a wrestling fan. Everyone's an Owen Hart fan. And it was like a labor of love type thing that, you know, maybe he got a little extra special attention. I will say his character in the game, very well balanced. So if you're trying to figure out, like, who's your person who you like to play with, you can do a little bit of everything, worth a shot. We hope the fans, like, it's a special thing for this game, and we hope the fans enjoy it. Adam Cole is the winner of the Owen Hart tournament last year, the first ever winner. Yeah. How how does it feel to you to have Owen Hart in a game like this? First of all, Nick's answer was it's so true and so great on so many uh, different levels. Again, the appreciation and the love that myself and the entire AEW roster, the entire AEW family has for has for Owen and his family, Martha uh, as well, is is very very real. But and the the love and appreciation of getting to whether it be again the Owen Hart tournament that we did, 
or Owen being showcased in Fight Forever. It's just so important, again, to us and to so many pro wrestling fans to continue to showcase his legacy and how important he's been to so many different people. So, again, it's so, so cool that, that he gets to be in this game and showcase the way he deserves to. Awesome. Uno, so you are kind of the the face, and I know we're in meetings every week talking about all the stuff that AEW Games is working on, but you, you're you the guy behind All Elite Arcade, mm-hmm. and I know that you guys have had some fun playing this game and whatnot. What's sort of the thing that you've enjoyed most about playing this game for other people? I like I love previewing the game in general just because of the general excitement that every time you drop this little morsel of information, especially because they've waited so long, people get so excited. They there's things that I didn't think people would get excited about that they go insane for. Like finding out that there was pyro in the entrances, like people went insane for that. And and I just did it not thinking about it. I just it was at that point it was just something that I was now seven steps ahead into other the deep findings of matches and stuff. That the, the character reveals. I, I recently just played with Helco and did tag matches, and we were having. I think my best time ever playing this game was when me and Angelico were attempting to do all of the Lucha Bros's tag moves. Oh boy! And figuring tag spots that like are are almost nonsensical, but were so fun to do. <laughs> uh, realizing, for example, one thing people went insane for, and I went insane for because I hadn't realized it because I wasn't playing with a friend at the time. You can blind tag, so you could do tags in the middle of moves. So I was climbing to the top doing a superplex, and he tags my leg. And as I'm jumping from the top, he starts climbing for the next portion. I was like, this is insane. And oh so, my God. It's been very cool to play it for people. You know, it's it's been a heck of a trip doing all this stuff, too. We went to Germany last year, meeting everyone that got to play it for the first time. And we were so anxious about how people were going to take it. And it was incredible to just mostly have positive feedback. Like People are like, this is what I wanted. This is what I wanted to play. So it's been very neat to see people get excited for it. You know, there, there's obviously some negative aspects that come to pr- promoting a video game. But when we finally get to start unveiling the stuff and start showcasing what the game is really all about, it's been neat to see people uh, be so positive about it. Yeah, and kind of going back to what Nick said a little bit about, you know, the game taking so long and all that. That's one of the things that I found really interesting was sort of how this game was talked about publicly. There wasn't a constant push of content and streaming stuff. It was like, we're going to hold everything close to the chest until we're sort of ready to unveil a lot of things. There's this amazing quote, I'm going to butcher it, from Shigeru Miyamoto, where it's like, a bad game is bad forever, so you might as well take as long as you need to make a good game. Mm-hmm. Yep. People forget that because they want it now. We live in a world where everything is very instantaneous, and it's like, no, you you want to take the time to work on something. And it's nice to see the immediate reactions, but yeah, let's hold back. I remember seeing uh, Uno and Knox and a bunch of people at Gamescom playing in the game, and it's just like, man, this is exciting. This is so cool. Oh yeah. So one of my favorite moments recently watching sort of everyone talk about this game on Twitter was seeing the video of Chris Statlander riding around on Darby's skateboard and then seeing the pictures of them doing that at the house show like two days later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a ton of weapons in this game. There's Darby's skateboard. There's Jericho's bat, Floyd. There's barbed wire bat, fire extinguisher, tennis racket, crowbar, all these things. Pizza is a weapon, which was a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously like everything can become a weapon in real life wrestling. Nick, how what was sort of the the process for deciding which weapons were going to make it in this first iteration of the game? Uh, so from a from a video game development perspective and a timing perspective, we had a cap. So again, another really fun brainstorming meeting is we had a meeting to discuss every potential weapon that you could possibly imagine used in or around a wrestling ring. 
I will say like some of the ones that I'm really excited about, like thumbtacks are ridiculous. That's super fun in the game. Mm-hmm. I think some of some of this has made the rounds on social media a little bit, but the idea that you can light a table on fire is pretty fun. Yep. Skateboarding, utterly unique. We had to create sort of a new mechanic to incorporate that into the game. Yeah, there's whole games about skateboarding and you're just like, yeah, we're going to throw this in. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> we just sprinkled that in. Yeah, the development team loved that one. So <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of weapons. There's a lot of different ways to use them. I, and the thing about this game is like, we probably haven't even figured out all the ways you can use them yet, but that's why we have our fans. They, they will figure it out, hopefully teach us how to do it. Yeah, it's it's the emergent behavior that comes out of it, right? Like you build mm-hmm. a game intending people to play it one way. And then once they get it in their hands, you're like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Which is part of what makes it really exciting watching everyone play. Uh, Adam, is there a favorite weapon of yours? I hate to do a repeat answer, but I will say the first time I saw the skateboarding in the game, my mind was blown. Because of, of course, you know, there are going to be some in some capacity, some weapons and, and everything looks great. and It feels great. But the skateboarding, I was like, oh, my God, they thought of everything to put in this game. So, I mean, that's the one that is absolutely burned into my memory, the, the skateboarding for sure. But I'm, I'm excited to see all of them because I, I don't know every single weapon that you can use. But, man, I, I, know, I know it's going to be great. Evil Uno, what about you? Uh, I hate to recycle to their answers, so I'm going to say nah. something else. But because both the thumbtacks and the skateboarding, are, to me, are, are the ones that are the funnest. Yeah. Uh, the first time I saw the skateboard, I couldn't believe that we had this in the game because it changes the entire dynamic of what you're doing uh and the thumbtacks on top of that too because like there has if you're going to land on thumbtacks you have to bleed it's supposed to cause extra damage and all that so like to see it in play and see how it affected the match was very neat but uh i honestly the fire extinguisher is really cool and and this is like a little tidbit but like usually a fire extinguishers before you would hit with it and then maybe you would like activate an animation with a grapple or something this one you could just fire at will and and just kind of like foam people as so like in mid action you can start foaming them and stuff so it's pretty cool that's pretty neat and it also it just looks very very neat so hypothetically someone could be on a skateboard get sprayed with a fire extinguisher and fall into thumbtacks see i've not tried that i've not tried that but i will right after this call now i guarantee uh, i never thought about that guarantee as soon as like people start listening to this it's like okay well let me go over here play this game try it and then we'll start seeing the videos after like oh yeah unrestricted is out and then also here's all these clips of the things that people literally just talked about i'm so so freaking excited cole what was it like seeing yourself in a video game it's surreal. So many times I've oh, I've talked before about in my career, things that I'm most proud of and seeing yourself in a video game to me is is like the pinnacle. Uh, again, the two things I'm most passionate about is is pro wrestling and video games and specifically going off of what Nick touched on previously. Uh, the first time I saw my character model, I was blown away. It's definitely my favorite character model that I've ever had of myself. Uh, in a wrestling game, I thought they just nailed every single aspect of my presentation and my character and all those things. So I'm a collector when it comes to video game memorabilia and history. And the first game I had on display was Road Rash from the Sega Genesis because it was the first game that I ever played um, as a kid. And uh, Fight Forever is going to go right beside Road Rash oh. in, in a little case just because it's so surreal and and so, so cool to me to have my character in a game that, that looks... Uh, and, and plays that well. So one of my highlights of my career. 
one of the highlights I have every time I'm making a game and seeing someone play it is sort of just the the reactions. And we've talked a little bit about, I know, Adam, you had mentioned like when Britt picked up the game and started playing it. Yeah. Uh, Evil Uno, you've had the chance to play the game a lot yourself, but also have other people that you've played the game with. Is there any sort of reaction you've seen from either someone on the roster or one of our friends who's come on? Like, what is sort of like the reactions that stand out to you as far as like, oh, this person had a blast? So a lot of people who are in this game are first timers in video games and like mm -hmm. i can tell you this from personal experience and from like my friends experiences the goal for a lot of us from our generation when video games are prevalent when aki engine games were there when we started wrestling was to be in a wrestling game mm -hmm. so and i don't want to disclose who because i don't want to you know voice out that they did this but i i've had i've had a handful of people cry when they saw and played their character for the first time because it's it's a big goal it's a big deal in their lives as well yep. and so it's been neat to be able to share that experience with them it's been very very cool and then on top of that you just see like the glee when they start realizing the stuff that they've spent 20 years doing is in there the taunts are in there and there's specific moves there's also like some voiceover stuff that that's called to them uh, chanting the music your entrance like it's very neat to see yourself immortalized in a video game right and so it's been very cool to share that with my friends very cool. Nick, when, when you were telling people they were in a video game, is there any sort of reaction that really stood out to you as far as like, oh, this person's going to enjoy it? Almost the opposite, actually. I think the most common question locker room backstage or whatever right now is, how come I'm not in the game? This is ridiculous. Of course. <laughs> my answer is like, this game is out right now. It's available for purchase right now. And my answer is, um, this is an opportunity of gaming fans and, and wrestling fans to vote with their wallet. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is like, I've known founder of AW Tony Khan for almost 10 years now. I can tell you he's one of the most generous people that I know. And I can tell you that if this game does well, the cash isn't going to line his pockets. It's going right back into this game. It's going right back into AW games and it's going right back into AW fight forever. So the way that we get the entire roster into this game is if the fans love it, the fans buy it, the fans play it, I would love nothing more than, than to have a full roster. So hopefully hopefully, the people that support this game are, are the ones that's going to sort of drive momentum to expanding the roster, keeping the DLC going for you know years and years if we can. And uh, that will allow us sort of ample time to be able to um, add a little bit of everyone and a little bit of everything. I love it so much. Ugh, this game's so great. All right, game's out today. Uh, Evil Uno, what platform are you playing on and what are you most excited to try out today? Uh, I've been playing on PC, but I just recently got a secondary code on PS5, which I'm excited because that's where I play with my friends' online games. And so my friends have not been allowed to touch this game. And so I've just waited until today to start beating the crap out of them or potentially lose within two minutes like I've done with everyone else. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll be playing on PlayStation 5 for sure. Awesome, awesome. Cole, what about you? For me, also, I'm probably going to get it on, definitely going to get it on PlayStation 5, and then also going to get it on PC, because I, I travel with a Steam Deck now. Um, so the idea of having it on Steam Deck sounds very, very exciting, whether I'm flying or in a hotel or what have you. So yeah, yeah, definitely going to get it on multiple platforms, for sure. Awesome. Nick, what about you? Uh, my squad is almost exclusively Xbox, but I'm very excited about um, being able to get this on a Switch. The way we've optimized this game for Switch and just the portability and be able to play anywhere, anytime. I'm excited about that. So Xbox Switch for me. That's the one I'm most excited about. It just kind of makes sense with the arcadey feel mm -hmm. for what Nintendo games used to feel like that 
Like that's what Nintendo's really good at is kind of having that vibe mm-hmm. in their consoles even 20 years later, 30 years later, whatever. So Switch is going to be my definite preferred platform, plus the travelability. Like now I can go and play with my friends at work. I can play with my friends at home. Yep. I'm very, very excited. Oh, this is great. Thank you so much, guys. I I can't thank you all enough for being here today and talking about Fight Forever and just the sheer excitement on all of your faces, just like, yes, Toad, it's finally here. This is so great. <laughs> I know. We are so pumped. So, so pumped. Yeah, so thanks for having us. This is great. Right right after this, I'm going to go play. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to do, do a little work. Uh, and I'm saying that just because my boss is on this call. And then I'm going to go play. <laughs> I, I have a mess of coffee on my floor that I have to clean up. So. <laughs> and then you'll play after that. Yeah, that'll be my plan. <laughs> yeah, my, my favorite thing that was not captured on this call was Uno attempting to drink while wearing a mask and then proceeding yeah. to spill everything everywhere. That is how excited he is for Fight Forever. I often forget. I often forget. It was a good save, Uno. It was a good oh, save. It was a good save. I thought, yeah. I, I think we've all like, oh, we need to have paper towels next to our desk now. This is great. Anyway, yes. thank you all for coming today. Fight Forever, out now, in stores, online, download it. It's on PC. It's on console. It's everywhere. Play it. It is such an incredible game. I'm so proud of everyone who has worked on this game, getting it out the door. Shipping a game is so hard. One of my favorite quotes is, uh, no one likes the process of making sausage and making a video game is like the process of making sausage out of yourself. (laughs) So this is a labor of love. The pride I have for everyone is just so immense. Thank you all for coming today and being on AEW Unrestricted. Thanks, guys. Well said. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yes, the AEW Unrestricted new episodes every Thursday on all of your favorite podcast platforms. You can watch AEW Dynamite Wednesdays, AEW Rampage Fridays, AEW Collision on Saturdays. We're all over the place, and now we're in your consoles. We're invading your home. We're on your screen all the time. You can't get rid of us. So listen in. We've got video episodes every Monday. Uh, This is just an awesome podcast. Thank you all for listening to AEW Unrestricted. I'm Aubrey Edwards. Bye-bye. Come on, throw your hands up, let me see you. Unrestricted.